0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. At the beginning of the year, Jili and Chinese tech company Baidu formed a new company to build smart electric cars. And now we're learning more details about the joint venture. Called Jidu Auto, it will spend $7.7 billion over the next five years to develop and produce the vehicles. It plans to launch the first vehicle in three years and says it will, quote, make you feel like it's a robot that can communicate with you with emotions. After it launches that vehicle, it plans to introduce a new model every one to one and a half years and will sell the cars directly to consumers. To help achieve that ambitious goal, Gidu will hire up to 3,000 people over the next two to three years, including four to five hundred software engineers. The cars will be built on Geely's open-source electric vehicle platform, while Baidu will provide its autonomous and connectivity capabilities. A recent fatal crash involving a Tesla is sure generating a lot of headlines because no one was in the driver's seat at the time of the accident. And the debates have raged on. Was autopilot engaged or wasn't it? Elon Musk has claimed that it wasn't. But now you've got stories coming out from Consumer Reports, which states just below the headline, quote, we demonstrated how easy it is to defeat autopilots' driver monitoring. My question is, didn't we already know this? There's years' worth of evidence of people misusing the autopilot system, some getting away with it, others not so much. I think it's more likely people are just getting tired of seeing the same stuff over and over again and are now creating a stink about it in hopes of some changes. And this is one area where we agree with CR. Tesla needs to come up with a way that its system knows someone's in the driver's seat and that they're paying attention to the road. Daimler reported its first quarter financial results and the numbers look good. It sold over 728,000 cars, trucks, and vans, which brought in 41 billion euros in revenue. It posted a 5.7 billion euro EBIT and put 4.4 billion to the bottom line. Obviously, these are wild and crazy percentage gains compared to a year ago when so much of the market was shut down due to the pandemic. But Daimler is warning investors that the second quarter might not look as good because of the chip shortage.
1: want to know what drives your testing, OTA, Connected Car, Diagnostics, Remote Testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data.
0: One of the fastest ways to increase range of an electric car is to reduce the rolling resistance of the tires. So Bridgestone developed an EV tire for light year. Which is an EV startup based in the Netherlands. It's got this cool looking EV, the Lightyear One, that claims to have a WLTP driving range of 450 miles or 725 kilometers. And that's with only a 60 kilowatt hour battery pack. One way it gets that much range is with a solar panel roof that can add about 35 miles a day. But another way is with a tire that cuts rolling resistance through innovative tread patterns, a larger diameter, high inflation pressure, and a relatively narrow tread. The tire is a custom-engineered version of Bridgestone's Taranza Eco. It's a 175-60R19. Thanks to the lower rolling resistance and longer range, Lightyear was able to use such a small battery pack and claims an overall weight savings of 90 kilos or 200 pounds. If you go back only a couple of years, Honda didn't seem very interested in electric vehicles, but it's singing a different tune today. It says that by 2030, it wants 40% of its sales to be a combination of battery electric and fuel cell vehicles. Those figures jump to 80% by 2035 and 100% by 2040. I think we all know about its deal with GM, which will see one Honda and one Acura come off its Altium platform as 2024 model year vehicles. But Honda says in the second half of the 2020s, it will also launch a series of BEVs on a completely new platform led by Honda. And in Japan, an EVK car will hit the market in 2024. But since Honda doesn't just make cars, it's electrifying its motorcycle lineup as well. It's got three new models planned to come out around 2024, including one that looks like an electric sports bike. And it's amazing how quickly things can change in just a couple of years. If you ask Siri what her favorite car brand is, she might just say Renault. That's because it just hired Siri's co-creator as its new chief scientific officer. Luke Julia will be in charge of R&Ding artificial intelligence, man machine interfaces, connectivity and software technology, and oversee their integration into Renault's vehicles.
1: Automated and autonomous driving are important developments that help make the traffic of the future safer, more efficient, and more comfortable. We
0: are ZF. The world is changing at an ever increasing pace. No matter what the mode of transportation, there is always the need for an efficient propulsion system. And that's exactly what Warner has been doing since
1: the earliest days of the automotive industry.
0: To help reduce costs and carbon emissions, Volvo is using remanufactured parts in its vehicles. Last year, it remanufactured 40,000 parts, including transmissions and engines. By 2025, it wants to more than double its remanufactured business, and by 2040, it says that every part in its vehicles should be designed, developed, and manufactured to be used and reused by the company or its suppliers. It also wants to create closed material loops for steel and aluminum, and like many automakers, it's looking into second-life applications for its EV batteries. By doing this, Volvo expects to save about one hundred and twenty million dollars annually. And when it comes to recycling cars, 100% of the metal is recycled. But did you know that all of the plastic ends up in landfills? One of the problems is that there's 200 different types of plastics used in cars, and it's impractical to try and sort them. Debbie Malowski was our guest on Autoline After Hours yesterday. She's a technical fellow at Ford, an expert in sustainability, and really knows a lot about recycling. Here's what she had to say about recycling plastics. We're still in that same situation, unfortunately, because of the fact that we have over 200 plastics on a typical vehicle. And so how do you sort that? We keep changing the materials that we put in. Um, I think the whole of end of life needs to be reinvented. I visited some recycling facilities. They ask me, what would you like taken off? And I look at the car and I go, okay, I need a big part. But then those fascia are painted. So I don't know how to recycle the paint right? And so I think we need to consider holistically, do we, do we need to paint? Is mold and color better for the planet? Can we reuse materials that are black? Can we consolidate? It's not impossible. It just hasn't been top of mind. And so when the vehicle comes back 10 years later, we go, oh, well, we could have recycled this if we had taken this into account. You can watch that show right now on our website or YouTube channel. And let's end the show on a light note. Kevin Hissel posts some of the funniest things on Facebook, and a lot of them are automotive-related, and we liked his take on these exhaust tips on the Chevy Silverado. Thanks to Kevin, and thanks to all of you for tuning in. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday.
1: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, Over the Air Engineering, Boost Your Game, Borg Warner, Propulsion Solutions that Support a Clean, Energy Efficient World, and by ZF, ZF, Driving Intelligence for Software Defined Vehicles and Transforming Next Generation Mobility.